Hey, this is Kim Davis, and welcome to another of our Women in Marketing podcasts. And a special guest with me today is Alison Abraham Simpkins, who's SVP North America at Valtech. I got that right, didn't I? You did. Well done, Kim. <laughs> welcome. Um, wanted to speak to you partly because um, I saw you on a panel this morning hosted by Jessica Danneman of Episerver about women in technology. And I know you're involved in a range of initiatives. Um, Perhaps to just start with a little bit of background on you, um, you spent most of your career at Nonlinear Creations I did, yes. in Toronto. 18 years there. Marketing and tech services, and then they were acquired by Valtech, Correct. which explains that. Correct. So what, what does your current role encompass? So I am the managing director of our Toronto office, which is growing by 163% and fantastically, as well as our managing director of, of our Chicago office. And I run our partnerships um, North America-wide and almost global-wide, um, and Epi is one of those. Um, and so it was my pleasure to do the panel this morning, which was the first panel at Epi around diversity and inclusion. Okay. And you've been involved in these issues for some time. Um, particularly wanted to talk to you about uh, one which I myself have come across as well, Move the Dial, mm-hmm. which is very much about uh, making a way for women in the technology ecosystem. Can you tell us about the origins of that, where it came from? Absolutely. So about two years ago, I met a woman, a phenomenal woman by the name of Jody Kovitz, and she is the CEO of Move the Dial. And like me, she had a similar experience in technology as a CEO of a tech company, she was the only woman in the room. There were women on stage, and she couldn't understand where were the women. So she decided to put a very small event, which she thought would be a very small event, together in the city of Toronto. And she had an overwhelming response, and that kind of plummeted into her starting Move the Dial. And that was two years ago, and now it is a global movement, and it's all around the inclusion and participation of women in technology and really bringing forth how do we start to champion women in leadership positions. What can men do? This is not a female issue. It's about a business imperative now. And so Jody is a phenomenal person. If anybody is going to move that dial to increase the numbers in gender equality, it's somebody like Jody and that kind of organization. And what kind of practical initiatives? So they're they're going around all of North America and globally now talking about stories. It's really about move the dial stories and putting women, a big believer in if you can't see it, you can't be it. So it's about informing the next generation of female leaders about what their opportunities can be. And it's also about our generation of allowing them to see how others have propelled their career by getting mentorship or sponsorship from women or men and allowing them to see what their path may be. Yeah, this is something I've learned uh, while doing my best to cover these issues is the importance of mentorship. It always comes up, it came up on the panel this morning. Could you talk a bit about its importance and maybe help distinguish mentorship from sponsorship? Absolutely. You know, mentorship is, is, is you reaching out and somebody helping guide you in the questions that you may have along your career path. And sponsorship, I actually almost think is more important because not necessarily there's that self-persona bias of, of really being timid in what you are going to go after. And so if somebody else can see something in you or someone else that they might not necessarily see in themselves, that's sponsorship. So I really encourage a lot of people, you know, take a look around the room the next time you're in a boardroom, you're in a meeting, who is that person that you see something in them, whether it's work ethic or a a similar trait that you might've seen in yourself in your younger days or such, that you can really um, 
take their hand and walk them in the next meeting and give them that break where you can show them what they may not see in themselves and then empower them to have an authentic path towards what they want. Okay, and I see you're involved in this in quite a structural way through something called Mentor Exchange, also I think based in Canada? Yes, correct. Um, it's actually Canada and the United States. Uh -huh. The AMA is, uh, sponsors a whole mentorship program. And so I'm happy I'm on the third year of doing that and every year we do kind of a school calendar uh, year of every month I meet up with a mentee um, and it can be anyone from an agency background to an entrepreneurship um, and so I have wonderful experiences and still contacts today that I you mentor them for an eight to ten month program and then thankfully all three of them I've remained you know their mentor onwards and it's either building their own uh, businesses or it's building and figuring out how to manage up in their own careers or find the path that they want so it's been it's been really quite nice sounds like it's fulfilling for you as well as helpful for them absolutely that's great and looking at slightly younger women um Valtech initiative tech girl yes. we're down to the 9 to 12 age group love it <laughs> that is probably one of my largest passions is everyone who knows me this is something I have a 10 year old daughter and I don't want to have the conversation 10 years from now about gender equality or I hope we don't yeah. and so it's really kind of the onus on companies and someone like myself that if you're fortunate to be in a leadership position what can you do to ensure that we are closing this gap I'm not Melinda Gates I can't give a billion dollars so you know what's the small initiative I can do and so Tech Girl was something that was started in our Sweden office about five years ago and I came across it when I joined Valtech and went we need to take this global and it's about bringing nine to 12 year old girls into our offices, teaching them things like Scratch, HTML, and we're now starting to teach them things like design thinking and UX to understand the breadth and depth of what technology can be. It's not just you know a developer in the basement you know, with the black cloak over their head. It really is an array of opportunity. And like I said at the beginning, you can't be what you can't see. So it's exposing these girls to something they may not get in the school system right. and allowing them to see what a path may be. And some of them might take it and some of them might not. But I love hearing the feedback from the girls who have such fun on those days to say, I thought boys could only do this. Mm -hmm. And so the intention is all about exposing them to girls can do anything. Yeah. And this is a... Uh, you're fighting with a lot of allies because what you just just described reminds me of the um, the initiative that Carly Kloss is doing with SAP, similarly, mm -hmm. uh, Girls Who Code, I think that absolutely. is. Absolutely. So there's a lot of people in the struggle. Uh, there absolutely is. And if you look at things like um, Girls Who Code or anything, you know, the, the message and the intention, all of us are aligned on ensuring that girls have that message of be brave, not perfect. And I'm, I'm so aligned with that message because I think my younger self could have used that um, many times in, you don't have to be perfect at everything you do, you just have to go out and try it. And things like coding and the Tech Girl program is all about, let's try it. You may take it as your path or you may not, but at least you have that opportunity and that exposure. Okay, and finally, just to broaden the conversation a little, because if we're talking about diversity and inclusion, obviously we're talking about women, we're also talking about people of color and perhaps people who identify as LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. It's a, a broad front, isn't it? Very. I, I knew you can't fight every battle at once, but do you see all these things as being part of the same picture? You know, do, as you said, Kim, uh, diversity and inclusion is such a broad topic. And what I narrow it down to in my own thinking is that 
Inclusion is about everybody making a safe space for people to be their authentic self without judgment. And that means that anybody, regardless of race and color or gender, allows an opportunity to feel valued and heard and seen. And so I think it's everybody's, as we create culture in our companies, we also need to create inclusion and be open to what inclusion means in all of our organizations. So we're tackling the gender gap in this conversation and many conversations are about gender gap, but that is so, you can broaden it out to so many different things. Okay, that's a crystal clear message. Alison, you're doing great things. Really appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me.